listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 227 for February 15th, 2019. This week we talk about new Coke flavors, new K-pop groups, the Nintendo Direct, pooping ourselves and bidets, browser dark mode, and our Drag Race update. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Oh, honey. 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 Ah, we're back. Hello. Let Sorry. me ask you a question. Um, Joe asked you a question. Have you pooped your pants in the past week? Well, I was going to like at least introduce ourselves before we got into it. But I mean, if you want to go full speed ahead, honey, let me Listen, tell you a story. Honey, huh? I love a good poop pants story. Joe At the end I... of the last podcast, Sam was like, well, we were just chatting after uh, we finished recording and Sam was like, oh, I pooped my pants. And I was like, you didn't talk about that in the podcast? I made Joe so, make a note of it for this week. I made I a like, note, I, honey. I need, to, I need to talk about this. So here's my here's my, my pant pooping story. Are you ready? We're going to hashtag normalize the situation. I mean, I, usually we give you at least a couple minutes to like, like the audience, a couple minutes to, you know, get situated but we're just jumping right in this week apparently um, sure so Do it. <coughs> if you recall like two weeks ago i had hashtag the actual influenza like literal like the influenza virus because, because i don't because i didn't get my flu shot that's why there you go there you uh, go just and, so and i i feel like i need to get for it but also <laughs> like i don't go anywhere i think i talked about this. i don't go anywhere like so how did like i i, you I don't go to walmart's don't pretend you don't go to Walmarts. Well, that's what I was thinking about is like, I probably got it from like someone at the fucking grocery store because that's the only place that I go. Anyway, um, basically the, the story is, so I had like a really bad cough. Um, and I'm, I'm just like, it's like the last thing. It's like, it's barely still there. It's barely still in my system. It's the last thing to fucking go. It's always the last thing to go when you're sick. It's that, it's that bad cough. Regardless, sure. when I had the flu, um, two weeks ago, it was towards like the tail end of it. And I was like, just sitting in, sitting upright in bed, just like doing my thing. And I started coughing and I coughed so hard. I pooped a little, I pooped a little bit. I pooped my pants just a little bit. How loose does your butthole have to be that you cough poop yourself? Well, the situation was that what my butthole- What were you wearing? Just pajama bottoms. Oh, Okay. So I wasn't like dressed to the nines or anything in bed. I just wanted sick. to set the scene. Yeah. Well, uh, I assumed it was pajamas, but I wanted to make sure I wanted to kind of know the material even like poop um, on silk ain't good. You could say I'm a material girl, you know? Mm. No, you couldn't. Um, mm. But no, I was just I was just in bed. My, my butthole wasn't loose. But like we, the thing is, is like I was sick. Like I have like problems with my undiagnosed IBS anyway. So like. <laughs> So oh, it, God. It, it's it's True. not like it's not like that my my stool was very hard to begin with like there were it was mm. pr- it's probably pretty liquidy in there anyway and i think the situation was that i like i coughed so hard that i like tooted a little bit and it was not a dry toot honey it, it was it wasn't it wasn't a toot it wasn't a boot it was a shoot in the terms of i basically i no. it was <laughs> i shit myself just don't a little ever bit. rhyme those words to me again okay <laughs> i don't ever want those words rhymed at me in that order again but i was like i i, I like I, I sat there and i was like did i just poop my pants a little bit and then i was like yeah i did like this is my life right now and it just like it happens feel, you know what it happens i haven't pooped myself in a bit but it, you know what it happens i had the flu but like I, it, the thing is, is it, it's not like that. I was like <clears throat> holding in my shit for like a week 
and that's how I poop my pants. No, it was like I coughed so hard. Well, I don't that think I, that's why most people poop themselves. Well, well, maybe if I don't know why most people or like, poop themselves. I, I feel like a lot of people poop themselves because like they have like bad diarrhea or something and they can't get to the toilet and then it just kind of like they, they the the damn walls collapse after they were holding it in too long. But like that's the thing it's like it wasn't it wasn't a situation where like it was a situation where I coughed so hard I lost control of my sphincter for like a millisecond. Very and it was just like, okay. So I ended See, up doing I pooped that myself time. probably in the past three years. It was when I was in Chicago. I'm sure it's probably the last time I pooped myself. Was it because you went to Sonic? No, but it's because, okay. So my what, butthole is really, the, really Set the tight. scene. My butthole is really, really tight. Everybody knows it. It's mm-hmm. the most talked about butthole in the world. Potentially. Oh, honey, there's blogs about your butthole. Honey, uh, well, I mean, have you ever seen like, you know, tied a balloon? That's. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's it. But with your situation, it's a balloon that's glistening with coconut oil. <laughs> Sunflower oil. But oh, okay. I didn't I didn't know you switched to sun. Oh, no, I, I don't think. No, I never switched. You just forgot. Oh, OK, sorry. Excuse me. I Sunflower get my oil or sometimes coconut oil on my lips, but not. Oh, those lips. OK, honey. Different lips. Different lips. Same body. Mm-hmm, OK. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. I'm pretty sure mine was a diarrhea one, but it was in, mm-hmm. it was it was I thought I was going to fart. And then sometimes. OK, does anybody else have this where sometimes you have to fart, but you got to like really squeeze it out? Like my oh, yeah. farts don't just fall out. They're not mm-hmm. just falling out all over. I got to work. You got to think them. about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got to think about it and I got to work for it because my mm-hmm. butthole's so tight. Yeah, and so I was like, like giving birth. I was like, all right, I got to work for this one. And if, and it wasn't it was diarrhea. Obviously. Was it just a little bit or was it like, oh, no, I didn't like totally wipe out. You know, I just, mm-hmm. it was just a little oops, 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 just like on the oops, Sex baby. in the City, Sex in the City movie. Is that right? I, wait, Charlotte I, poops herself. It's literally the funniest scene in television history. I, I don't think I ever saw the movie. What? Or oh, the I don't think one. a lot of the queens this week on Drag Race had ever seen the movie. either. Oh, we uh, can. We'll get into that. We'll get to that. We'll, we'll get well, to that. I'm glad we're normalizing pooping ourselves because you now know, I kind of want to. Yeah, I mean, I'm due for it probably. So I mean, you know, I was well, telling I just Joe wanted I wanted to get straight into that. Yeah, just get straight into. It. I was telling Joe that I have a whiteboard that says, you know, Sam hasn't pooped himself in so many days, and I had to, I had to wipe her clean because. What uh, was the? How many days was it before that? You know, when was your last pooping ex- yourself experience? It wasn't. It was a while. It was a couple years ago, I think. Okay, but like I've I never think ha- that's it. What do you think is the appropriate amount of time between pooping yourself experiences? I think it, it depends on your bowels, I guess. But like, I feel like if you're pooping yourself, like, oh, I, I don't, I, I don't want to, I don't want to poop yourself shame people because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Am I, I know. poop shaming? I don't know. We should move on. Well, well. I I actually I have something to bridge this. I I have a Oh, I, really? I, ha, I have an actual Did you pee yourself? Um, no, I didn't I didn't pee myself. Sometimes these things happen is all we're saying, okay? Yeah. It and happens. Th- there's no shame. But no I I've shame. never had like I've never had a situation where like like there's poop everywhere. It's always been just like a little bit. Just oh, well, a little good bit. Good for you, okay? Um anyways, so my segue for this is um I've so I have this I have this this I'm I'm allergic to dairy. I have like this undiagnosed IBS. I have fucking like gut problems. I've I have you need diarrhea. Some probiotics. Yeah, I need I need fucking I need help. I need like I need one of those poop transplants, honey, to help with my my inner. Oh flora. my god! 
Yeah. Um, I feel like I feel like a lot of white women get poop transplants. So I'm 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 in, you know, good. Do company, they? Apparently. Is that a? I mean, I, I know it's I, a thing because we've talked about it here before and how, I, you know, it, just, it just sounds it just sounds like a rich white person thing to do. Like, oh, my God, Friday, I have a poop transplant appointment. Like, I just hate it when people done. get I hate it when people get like essential oil enemas. Like there was a whole oh episode God, of the Kardashians with like um I've never heard of this. Who's someone with seven kids? Courtney? I think John Courtney was doing eight. like no. Courtney was getting like all of these enemas or something and made Kim or Chloe go with her. I don't know what the situation was. Well, if you get was. a bunch of enemas, you like you clear out everything good in there and then it's all irritated and bad. Like the ugh. anyways. Um so my segue is I have butt problems. I've had butt problems forever. And I was like I was just researching online of like people that have IBS and whatever. And people were saying, people have been saying that like, what if you just use a bidet instead of wiping your butt with toilet paper all the time? Cause it reduces irritation and it's like better for the environment. And also you will like aren't spending a fuckload of money on toilet paper because you're pooping like a couple times a day when you're having like an episode. And I've never used a sure. bidet before, but you can mm-hmm. buy these like attachments for your toilet. Like there's one called like yeah. the tushy bidet that I was looking into. And on I was Amazon. like, yeah, you can like, and they aren't expensive either. You can get like attachments for your, for your American toilets. Cause in America, I mean, for people, for international people, like especially in Europe, like bidets did not take off here. We are a like, we wa- like wasting paper on our assholes. Apparently people like, have bidets, bidets are- and uh, when I think of bidets, I think of Japan. I think they're oh, like, yeah, like, like those toilets that like toilets. heat up and stuff. Yeah. I know that they're, I still only thought it was like rich people in Europe who had them. Mm. I don't know. Well, this is the thing. I've never used a bidet before, but I'm getting to this point where like, okay, I'm, I'm poor. Toilet paper is expensive. And also like, I'm on the pot enough where I'm like, I don't Treat like yourself. Yeah. Maybe I should like look into getting one of these bidet attachments. And I was just curious if you or anyone else that listened to the podcast have experience with like bidet attachments or what are people's thoughts on bidets? Cause I, this, I don't know a goddamn thing I don't about think, this. I don't think many people have too many thoughts on bidets. I but mean, is there like, is there funny. a club that I can, you know, start at school or whatever? It's what funny I- you bring it up though, because we were looking, well, we're trying to replace our toilet seat because it's super old. Mm. But so we were also looking at ones with bidet attachments. Ooh. Um, cause right now I have, so I get, uh, wipes butt wipes that are they're like no fragrance added you know i can't have anything with scent or fragrance mm-hmm. or perfume touching my butthole exactly it's too it's, sensitive she's, way too she's, sensitive she's a gentle balloon she is she's shy honey mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it just irritates it so yeah. i i use those you know when i have a poop mm-hmm. that's not you know spectacularly clean Right, right. Um. So that's sort of been our, you know, our go-to thus far. But mm-hmm. a bidet seems like I'm. I obviously I'm gay. I know the feeling of water squirting on my bottom. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah obviously. Right. But she's a familiar feeling. She. It's a familiar feeling to mm-hmm. me. But I just don't know if I'm ready for a bidet. Is it oh, a bidou or a bidon't? I. And so I said, we there, found the title. Watching for out podcast. the window. Should I bidet or should I bedount? Well, so here I'm here the are Carrie my Bradshaw. Of Literally, I, I can I imagine you talking on your like Apple MacBook from 1998, <laughs> like the green one. Yes. You know, in your New York City apartment. So <clears throat> my question is, 
So there's like there's two different types of bidets, like of like bidet attachments. There's ones that just hook up to your toilet, which means it's like just cold water. And then there's ones that you route to your sink's hot water system so you can have like you so you can adjust the temperature, basically. And like obviously the ones that you route to your sink are more involved, depending on how far away your sink is from your toilet. Oh my god. And whatever. But like the no. most basic model is just like you just hook it up to your toilet's water supply. There aren't any you don't have to route things around, like you don't have to drill holes or anything. But then it's just cold water. And I, I mean, well, I've, never, I've never douched with cold water, but it, but I, I, I'm just curious if like, obviously it's going to be a little bit of a shock at first because it's like, oh, wow, like this is this is fairly refreshing. But it's like, does it is is, is cold water OK for your, for your little beehole? I don't think that your butt has as many temperature sensors, especially your butthole, Mm because up in there, it's muscle. I don't think there are like temperature sensors. Guys, on a related note, don't stick ice up your butthole. But is this from related? Is this from personal experience? It's just it's just an attachment, honey. It's just a note. We're just Just we're not going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I I wouldn't mind a cold burst after a warm poo. Well, exactly because like the the poos that I'm having are like hot lava anyway. So maybe God, a, a, a cold, refreshing, <laughs> you know, oh no, bidet would help. Also, also apparently bidets are like they're obviously way more environmentally friendly, but apparently they're way better for your butt because you aren't supposed to be like wiping your ass constantly. You with don't paper. like to scrape the top layer of the skin off your butthole every day. I mean, I'm, I know we're supposed to exfoliate our skin, but honey, she's rubbed raw. Okay. So are you okay? Are the final sen- consensus? Are you getting a bidet? I'm not sure, but I'm seriously considering. What's your price point? Like, I mean, there's like fancy ass bidets, probably between like fifty and eighty dollars. I want something that'll last. You don't have to wipe after it. I thought well, it was just to like spritz it, and then so, you still need to, you know. Get so in a, there. A, a, apparently, well, I think it, it, it depends, but like the the water, like the, the pressure of the water cleans things like 90%. And then you usually like you can either like, ta- you know, tap it a little bit with toilet paper and just like get it dry and just make sure everything's clean. Or like some people have um like towels, like reusable towels specifically at their bidet. To like, you know, to, to not use any toilet paper at all. I'm not going completely no toilet oh paper. Oh, my God. But I want to like, I, I feel like it would be good for the environment, good for my wallet and good for my butthole to like really reduce my toilet paper usage. And I think that the bidet go, is probably I say go the solution. For it. I need a review of it, too, because I I want one with like a dryer attachment, too. Why oh can't my I God. have like, like a... I, I wish I could get, I wish, I mean, I live in an apartment, so the toilet is, like, part of the apartment. But if I could replace my toilet with, like, a Japanese toilet with, like, the warming seat and, like, the fucking bird chirping sounds and, like, you know, it has everything in it, I would. But The only um, thing I will not allow on a toilet is a cushioned toilet seat. Are those a thing? My grandma's always had one, and I absolutely hate it. I think it's Ooh. the worst thing in the entire world. It first of all, you sit on it, and all the air like decompresses in it, and so mm, it's like love that. And then it's just always strangely warm after someone's been in there, and I just mm. don't like it. It's just yeah. not a sounds I, suspicious. That's not a place you're supposed to get too comfortable. Okay, exactly. Come give on me a porcelain there. throne or whatever. Um, but I will keep everyone posted with my bidet adventures. If anyone has gone through this, 
and has like a bidet attachment that you've like put on because there's a bunch of different kinds. There's a bunch of different manufacturers, etc. Let me know like what has worked for you and what hasn't. If you have like a brand recommendation, let me know. You know, if there's like a bidet review website that you know of that I don't. Um, cause I, I'm going to do my, I'm going to do my goddamn research and I think I'm going to end up pulling the trigger. So I'll let you guys know how this ends up. Um, but I think it's a big, it's a, I'm just having like a big life change and oh I just like really hope you guys can support me in this moment. Oh my God. Um, hit me up with your bidet recommendations if you have them, you know, well, or what your thoughts are with bidets. Well, 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 yeah. Hit Sam up. Yeah, no, I'm not. You don't, I'm lit. Just hit me up. You don't need to hit, hit Joe up with up. this shit. I'll just, you know? I'll just look at the best Amazon one. Well, yeah, I was doing that before, but Just you know, I'm, I'm unsure. I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to, you know, buy a shitty bidet. No pun intended. But um, you know what you can be drinking on that bidet while you're having your restful moment. Now that we've talked about pooping ourselves for about 17 minutes, a hashtag restful moment. A hashtag restful moment. Mm-hmm. Did you see that Coca Cola is having a new flavor? I saw someone tweeted this at us, but I didn't click the link because I thought it was spam. Um, it's the first new... That's totally fair. The first <laughs> new flavor in, like, decades. I don't know. I didn't really look it up. Well, okay, um, okay, okay. okay. It's, this is regular Coca-Cola? Because we had this situation with Diet regular. Coke, like, last year, right? And you did a full review. Here's the thing. Here's There are two new Diet Coke flavors, too. Oh, wow. I out. didn't know. There's Blueberry Acai. Is it Acai? I think it's Acai. Acai? Acai, Listen. something like that, and strawberry know. guava. <sighs> Those are only for person. diet coke, though. Now I don't even know what guava was. I thought it was guacamole, but it's not. Oh, honey, I know it's not oh. guacamole. It's absolutely not guacamole. Uh, so me and Justin are going to taste test those, but we're also going to taste test the new orange vanilla Coke. It's going to be in regular Coke and Coke Zero Sugar. Interesting. Um, and it's supposed to taste like a creamsicle. It's like melted in your Coke. Yeah, it's like a oh. summer refreshing shit. I'm so Did into you, creamsicles. Do you remember the Flintstones push pops? Oh my God. Yes, I absolutely yeah. do. They're Those literally, were delicious. Yeah, they're like tugging at our nostalgia from Flintstones push pops. My God. And selling this to us. But here's the twist though. They're calling this the newest, uh, the newest regular Coke flavor. Mm-hmm. But okay, in 2018, they launched uh, Coke Georgia Peach and California Raspberry, which... I thought you were going to say California Raisin. California Raisin Coke. <laughs> Do you remember honey. the California Raisins? Oh, honey. I remember their, like, claymation shit. Yeah, that shit was like a fever dream that gave me nightmares, so... Yeah, sometimes I watch it and I'm I'm scared that no it I wonder happened. why you're fucked up as an adult. Yeah. Um, but those are apparently their own lines called Origins. Oh, or what is? Oh, oh, so they're not officially. A a, I don't know. It's a flavor of Coke, but it's not part of the regular Coke lineup. So they didn't call it a new flavor. I love how like marketing experts, they just confuse the public for no reason. They're just like, oh, we're going to have a bunch of different sure. like sections of like flavors, whatever. They just can't. What I don't know. I'm not a marketing expert, so I guess I don't understand. It says the only permanent flavors ab- available in the standard Coke slash Coke Zero lineup up until now has been cherry, which was yeah. introduced in 1985, and vanilla, which had its original run from 2002 to 2005 before being relaunched in 2007. 
Oh my God, vanilla Coke. My sister is, obs- or was, I guess, like when we were living in the same household and we were younger, was obsessed with vanilla Coke when it came out in like the early aughts, like 2002 to 2005, right? She loved it. She loved it to the point where she would buy Coca-Cola and then like in, in the cans and add vanilla extract to it. Oh my God. See, that's was- what they did at, so in the, where I grew up, it was all about Dr. Pepper. Everyone oh, yeah. wanted to pour Dr. Pepper, funnel it down their mouths. Mm-hmm. And I hated Dr. Pepper. I thought it was too sweet, which is saying a lot because I really have a sweet tooth. Yeah, you're but like 85% sugar. I think there is a vanilla Dr. Pepper, but we Probably. would just go to Sonic and Sonic adds whatever flavoring you want to anything. Oh, like they've got all the customized. flavor combinations. So everyone would go to Sonic to get their vanilla Dr. Peppers. Interesting. But oh well, my God, adding vanilla extract to your already vanilla Dr. Pepper? Yeah, it was a moment Honey. where we basically had to have a goddamn intervention about it. That's but intense. I, I, I was never into like vanilla flavored. Like I love vanilla, but for I guess it was, you know, they use like an artificial vanilla. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the combination of vanilla and Coke. I haven't had it in a long time, but my it was like my sister favorite thing and because like it, they ha- it had like a short run from like 2002 to like 2005 right is that are those the years uh, Coke and was before around? being relaunched in okay. 2007 so i, I think don't i is- haven't seen it though i never see you know orange I've, I, or I, vanilla I, coke I don't I think I think it was a situation where like there were they had it at like a couple restaurants or something. I don't think they had it in cans for very long, but she would always search out for it. That's where I'm getting to. She would always search out for it. And every time she had, there was vanilla Coke at like a restaurant, she would like freak the fuck out. But I was never very into it. I no, know. I don't like vanilla. Yeah, I'm not a big vanilla person. Um, But this one, I'm all about cherry Coke. I fucking love cherry Coke. Oh, yeah. Because honey. that is your brand. There's like some unreleased uh, Lana Del Rey song where she talks about cherry cola. And I'm like, that's me. That's who I am. You and all the other gays. You know, I don't even. Did she have a new album recently? I don't know. She's the new face of some kind of fashion brand, I feel like. Gucci? All I rem- the only thing I remember ab- about Lana Del Rey is like she dragged as like her and Azalea Banks like a couple months ago had a tiff on Twitter, of course. What? And I thought Lana she was Del banned Rey- from Twitter. Is she back? Uh, she I don't want to talk about. It. Basically, Lana Del Rey dragged her to hell and back, and it was well deserved. But okay. I don't I don't listen to Lana, so I don't know anything about her music. I liked her first CD. Summertime sadness. Yeah, I like uh, her days when she was like twirling on SNL. Right. Oh my God. Pissing what, everybody off just for spinning, honey. What a goddamn world. Okay. So when are, is this? Is this orange? Is this my pussy tastes like orange creamsicle Coke? Is this the out brand yet, new or is it coming out? Will hit shelves on February twenty fifth. I mean, I am all about. I love orange flavored things. I love orange soda. Like I'm a citrus. Oh bitch. my God. And, and I love an orange creamsicle. I haven't had one since probably like elementary school or whatever. But like yeah. primo, every time there was an orange creamsicle, I was into it. Um, so maybe I'll have to like try one. But th- it's the situation that you had with all the cherry Coke flavors where like, I don't want to have to buy like a 12 pack of orange Coke in case I don't like it. I want to be able to buy oh, like yeah. one to it's try so it. It's so hard to find individual flavors of Coke in like the coolers in the fronts of stores. Mm-hmm. Usually you can in like a 7-Eleven or something. Okay. I'll just check. Speaking of orange, I made cinnamon rolls with orange icing. Oh, I love those. Oh, yeah, my God, girl. Did you make I it from scratch or did you it. just get like a... Honey, from scratchy scratch. I've never made cinnamon rolls from scratch. It was surprisingly... It was easy, of course, because you really just prove it and then you make them into the roll or whatever. Oh, my God. It's just, it's just very time consuming. Like, I understand right. why people buy wait. the cans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, but they tasted amazing. They rose really well, and I, it worked out great. Um, I've had like the orange, like the Pillsbury orange cinnamon rolls. I've had those. Oh, before, I've those never had those. Yeah, like I, I don't know. I'm I'm a I'm a citrus bitch. I love those. Um, but I haven't had them in a long time. But um, that sounds delicious. I need to I need to get into baking more. I haven't baked nearly as much as I wanted to this winter. But like you are full speed ahead with like baking mode, and I'm all a about new it. thing every week, honey. Honey, look at you. Oh my God. You're cooking way more than me. I had like a depressive episode the past weekend. So all I've been making is like buttered noodles and salad. So That's I need understandable. to like, I need to get my shit together and actually make some decent food because I'm, I'm ready to get back in the game. But you're like full well, speed ahead. I'm so happy for you. If you had to make your own Coke flavor, what Ooh. would you want your Coke to taste like? Well, like, I don't know because. You know, I feel like like orange is probably a good citrus flavor to put in Coke, like orange creamsicle. I feel like that's good. But like I said, like I'm a citrus bitch. I like I like lemon and lime and like grapefruit and stuff. But I feel like those would be way too acidic to be in like a Coke flavor because didn't they make like a lime well, diet Coke? I, yeah, I think lime diet Coke still is around. But what did did was not that one that you tasted and wasn't it awful? I, I mean, I didn't really like any of them. I don't okay. like Diet Coke, period. The I thing guess that, that ruins sense. Diet Coke for me is the, is diet, the diet part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. like aspartame and shit. But I don't know what, what flavor I would want. I like the raspberry. Like whenever Ooh, we go to the movies. Raspberry would be good. You know, the drink machines that are like, hey, make your own fucking soda. You know, oh, and you yeah. like click Coke and then you click whatever flavor. I yeah, always get raspberry. Freestyle or whatever. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then they also have the California raspberry at our grocery store, but they're only in um, glass things. Ooh, fancy. So like, yeah, you have to like feel fancy to get them. And most of the time I don't feel very fancy. But, mm-hmm. you know, when they're on sale at Harris Teeter, I'll grab a pack. You can just grab it. You know, I'll grab a packet here as teeter. But um, ra- I wish raspberry was just a permanent one, though. Like, put it in a can, ship it to my door. We're done. I'm a big proponent for raspberry flavors. And I think it's because that when I, I talked about this before, when I grew up, my dad had a raspberry patch and we would like pick. He would use my sister and I as child oh labor God. during the during the summer to pick raspberries and he would make raspberry jam and it was delicious. So I like grew up on raspberry jam. And so I feel oh like God. raspberry flavored anything. I'm into it. You just sound so Little House on the Prairie right now. Honey. Is this Laura li- Ingalls, honey? Hun- honey, talking about poop, I was more like Little House on the Prairie doggin, if you know what I mean, honey. Get oh, honey. out of here. Oh. You're fired. today, we're fine. <laughs> little House on the... I don't know whether to call this bidet, bidou, or bidon't, or Little House on the Prairie dog. Well, I, I marked both down, so we'll okay, remember good. by the time... Because okay. like this is this is a, a problem with Joe and I when we record the podcast. We record like an hour of content and we just like oh, it's it's just in we we wipe it from our memories immediately afterwards. Oh, yeah, and so we don't I remember. This. We're always like, oh, we said something funny that would have been good for a title, and then we, neither of us remember. So I need no. to like, mark this shit down. So yeah. Anyways, okay. there was a Nintendo Direct recently. Um, oh, oh yeah, we're talking about that. Did you have any notes? What are your thoughts? So the only thing I was really super excited about is uh, Mario Maker 2 because I didn't play the first one because I didn't have a Wii U. Honey, no one had a Wii U. Exactly. And so I'm and didn't they have like where you could scan your amiibo or whatever and like be Daisy instead? Yeah, they had those. Yeah, they were like they were called costumes. Yeah, I want to I want to make like a super Daisy game. Oh, my God. Finally, if Nintendo won't make it, then Joe will. I'll make it my fucking self. It's kind of like The Sims. Like, the best part of The Sims is building shit. And, like, the best part of Mario is now that we have Mario Maker. We can build our own shit. 
you know? Um, so I was one of the 14 people that did have a Wii U. Sure. Um, and I bought Mario Maker and I absolutely loved it. And the reason why I stopped playing Mario Maker is because I lost the stylus for my Wii U gamepad. Oh. And also the Wii U is a shitty console. Um, yeah. But I loved it. I made a bunch of levels. It was so fun. It's just like, <coughs> excuse me. It just, it taps into that like lego style of your brain that like lego oh, part of your yeah. brain when you were a kid and you were like minecraft stuff yeah it's like minecraft lego and i love that sort of shit um so i'm really excited for mario maker 2 um i i'm glad that they just like they it was like the first thing right out of the gate i was like oh wow okay like i'm definitely buying this but the the thing that i was curious about is that with the on the wii u you know you always had the game pad in front of you you had two screens you had the game pad which was a touch screen that you held and then you had the stuff on the tv and so you could you know on the tv you had mario maker up and then you could like draw stuff on the pad that you have in front of you with the switch either you have the touch screen in, in portable mode or it's like docked in the tv and you don't have a touch screen so I was just curious if they were, you know, before they announced it, like, how are they going to do this? But they're just going to use the, the you know, joysticks to do shit. And then I'm assuming you can do stuff with a touchpad in portable mode. But I would it just, assume, it, yeah. But um, I, I, I think what was interesting is Mario Maker was extremely popular on the Wii U. Like people like people made Twitch, cha- like people got like Twitch partnership because of them streaming Mario Maker all the time. Like it was yeah. that like, people were looking for it. Like, like it, it's a big content creation area and it was popular on the Wii U and the Wii U was not a very popular console. And so it's going to be really great because the switch is selling like hotcakes. Lots of people have switches and a lot of people will be able to play Mario Maker now. And so I feel like there's going to be a big community with Mario Maker 2, hopefully. Um, and a lot, it's going to be way more accessible to people. And it's just like, it's just a really good game, you know, because you can play a game, you can, you can you can play levels, and you can create levels. You can, like, it taps into both sides of your brain. So I'm very excited. Oh, my God. Mario Maker 2. It trains your brain. Oh, my God. Hashtag training your brain. Bring training that back. Training your brain. Jesus Christ. Um, and, it's, and, and it's not, it's, we don't have to wait very long either. It's coming out in, like, what, June? June. June of this year, it says. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Like, I, I was expecting them to announce this and be like, oh, like, you know, 2020. And then I have to wait forever. But like, girl, we only have to wait a few months. So oh, honey, are you going to be playing Dead by Daylight now that you can? Um, well, the thing is, is like, I, I'm surprised. Okay. So Dead by the, the trailer for Dead by Daylight on the Switch looked like that it was running with Half-Life 2 style graphics and at 14 frames a second. So I wouldn't I don't even know. give it that. Like, Half-Life 2 looks pretty darn good. And this did not <laughs> even like the, the it lighting is bad. one of the most important things about Dead by Daylight because it's dark and then there are parts that are lit. Right. You know, Hashtag lit. Cause you're, you're hiding from a killer. And yeah, you you have to have that atmosphere be creepy and dark. Right, and, it needs you know, to be part of the aesthetic. And the lighting in the trailer looked really bad. But I am glad that like more people are going to be able to play it now. But mm-hmm. I I don't think I'll be you know unless it's extremely discounted at some point. I think I'm going right. to stick with PC because there are also Bill. I mean, is a character on the PC version. Bill from Left 4 Dead 2. Mm-hmm. He's licensed. He's not allowed to be on the, any of the console versions. So oh. you know you you miss out on characters there's some exclusivity and stuff yeah yeah but yeah i don't know if i'm gonna get dead Dead by daylight for the switch i think i have it for on steam i haven't played video games on my computer in a while so i'm not totally sure what's in my steam library um 
but it it could a it could be a case where this like the the build that they showed off for Dead by Daylight for Switch is a beta build and they're going to be like optimize it to hell and back and actually have it run well yeah. uh, by the time it releases or it's just going to be a shittily optimized port for the Switch and no one's going to buy it and it's going to be horseshit anyway. So I guess we'll wait and see. I don't remember when it's coming out. So I don't either. It's not even on I like there's this list on GameSpot that's like everything that was announced at the Nintendo Direct and it, they didn't even put Dead by Daylight on the list. Well, I don't know. I guess it's not yeah. very important. It was just kind of a blip on my radar. It was literally just like, for me, I tweet, I, I retweeted a tweet about this, but it was like Mario Maker 2 and then just like anime, 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 Yoshi's yeah. Woolly World 2. Sword people. All those sword, sword people. people. Anime, 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 and then the Link's Awakening remake. Like, that's all it was. Like, I, after Mario Maker 2, I literally just, like, muted the stream and, like, went and made lunch and came back. And it was, like, still fucking Fire Emblem for the full house or whatever the fuck it's called full house version honey full right. house crossover honey but so were you okay here's a question for you were you like really expecting them to talk about animal crossing or was i the only one in the world apparently that was like they're going to talk about fire emblem for the majority of this and it's going to be a couple little things i was not expecting animal crossing at all and of course People on the internet were like screaming that no one talked about Animal Crossing. And I was like, honey, like it, it was a 35 minute direct. And they said in the side notes that most of it was going to be for fucking Fire Emblem anime weeb games. So well, like, I wasn't people expecting. always hope. Sometimes they throw us a little bone at the end or something. Right, you know? right, right. But Link's Awakening literally looks like a Disney crossover or something. Well, wh- what I, was it that? looks like the Tsum Tsums. Yeah, was, I don't. I didn't know anything about those. The zoom, 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 zoom. Yeah, they're just these cute little things that people collect. I mean, we all collect garbage. They're just mm-hmm. another thing for another person to collect. You know. I mean, and now you apparently collect, they're a game. You collect Daisy amiibos, and people collect this garbage. I don't know you anything know, about it. So last I was like, what time the fuck we talked about game? amiibos, I only had two, and now I have six. And that was only Honey, like a month ago. I've got, I know, I like Amiibos. The start of a hoarding problem. This is like the, the beginning oh, of the end for you. They gave us a release date for the Daisy Amiibo. Oh, when? Hold on. I already pre-ordered mine on Amazon. I think it's like oh, okay. June 12th. Oh, okay. Well, that's or, not too yeah, far away. 4-12, June 12th. I know they're releasing Ken, Young Link, and Daisy then. Today they Ooh, released, honey. we're recording this on the 15th, they released Piranha Plant, King K. Rule, and Ice Climbers. I saw you got Piranha Plant. I did. I wanted him. He's so cute. He, honestly, he looks kind of fucking cute. So Their quality of him, like my first Daisy Amiibo looks like Garbo. Like, Oh, really? Because it was, you know, made several years ago and oh. they weren't producing. I think they used to sell them for $12.99 and now they're selling them for $15.99 because the quality's mm. gone up. Okay. Um. So like, just like setting that one next to... I have the uh, male octoling one, mm-hmm. and that is like the most fucking detailed piece of shit, you know. Oh, wow. It was a steal. Honey? You know. I had no idea. Honey, it's a bargain. All I have is like one Pac-Man amiibo. I think I talked about it. Like, the... <laughs> that is the most random fucking thing to have. It's, be- it's because of my roommate Maggie, like for Super Smash Brothers for Wii U, she made- her main was Pac-Man, and so she got like a Pac-Man amiibo. Oh. I don't know. I don't. I haven't bought any amiibos. The three amiibos we have were bought by my roommate. She she likes figurines. She like connect, collects like some anime figurines, and so she was like into the amiibo stuff. But we're both poor, so we like we don't buy amiibos. But if I was if I was a rich white bitch, I would probably buy more amiibos. But I'm blaming it's my, like my income. My 
entire media budget for each month is like fifteen ninety nine. So I can only <laughs> buy one. Probably like it's, half of it's that. It's the same Daisy Amiibo every month for the entire year. <laughs> honey, they're still in stock. How are they still in stock? Uh, I mean, I don't know, honey, honey because you because you haven't bought them all. That's why. That's the truth. Um, um, what did you, you think a- about? I I hated. In the Link's Awakening shit. Can we turn off the fucking blur, please? Because if I have to play the whole game with the top and the bottom of the screen blurred so that it right. looks like some dumbass miniature shit that I'm playing on a fucking table, it's going to be a no from me, dog. So <laughs> It's going to be a no from me, dog. It's Damn, bringing no that back. For me, dog. I need that shit gone. I need to see the whole screen, honey. You don't, you don't want that, like, miniature toy blur? No, God. I fucking hate it. I hate mm-hmm. it. But otherwise, I, it looked it looked okay. I I'm excited for it just because that the the aesthetic to me. So it's it's very reminiscent of Yoshi's Woolly World, which is a game that came out for the Wii U that no one played, but it was the cutest fucking game I ever played in my entire goddamn life. I swear to God. Um, I was like one of three people to play it because no one bought it because for the Wii U. Yoshi's Woolly World, like it was a very childlike aesthetic. Obviously, like everything's made out of wool and yarn and shit. But the music specifically was very like childlike with lots of like pan flutes and cute shit. And they're going for that same aesthetic with Link's Awakening, which I feel like is a good choice to make because everything within Link's Awakening is a dream. Like spoiler alert. Sorry. Everything in Link's Awakening is a dream. Um, And so I think feel like I feel like things don't have to be like true to life or whatever, because it's within a dream. It should be kind of weird and shit. Like in the original Link's Awakening, there's like Goombas from Mario and Chain Chomps. Like it's a weird fucking game um, in the Zelda canon. But I was all because I'm so into cutesy shit. I was so like I was all over this cute aesthetic with Link's Awakening. And like I loved the music. Um, but I thought it was interesting that, like, the intro to Link's Awakening was, like, a literal anime opening. And then the art style switch from, like, obviously anime, like, cutscene to this, like, quirky little cute claymation aesthetic. I was like, that's kind of jarring. Like, because it people, goes into his dream. Well, yeah, it, which makes sense. But a lot of people were complaining, like, why isn't this, like, you know, why is the aesthetic not the same as the intro? Well, it's because it's, like, it, the intro is, like, a literal, literal anime opening. Like, it's obviously the game's not going to be like that. Um... But yeah, no, they're going for that, like that, that miniature, you know, camera style with the blur and like the kind of claymation cutesy chibi sort of shit. And it looks really gay. And I'm honestly into it. So I I'm, think I'm it's s- a smart move for like Breath of the Wild was a lot of fun, but I don't know if like, I don't know. Like, I always think about could Tegan play this? And I'm not sure Tegan right. five years old could play it, but Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have that much familiarity with the Zelda franchise. And mm-hmm. so I think it's a smart move because it looks like he could play Link's Awakening, just like he can play Pokemon uh, Let's Go right. and have a good time with it and then get more into the Zelda franchise. Right. So right, right. part of me, though, like my favorite Zelda game, a lot of people's favorite Zelda games, Link to the Past. And right, so right. I don't know if I ever want that remake because it's so good, but I just right. want it on the fucking give it to us in the online, you know? Right? Like, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yes. Yeah, I'm ready for like the the Switch SNES um, online sort of stuff, which uh, is uh, has to come eventually, right? Allegedly, they found it all in the you know 
in the right, like, like in the, the data hackers. mine. So it's like yeah. we're assuming that it's coming. I just the interesting thing is that like people were like, well, why didn't they like remake this with the Breath of the Wild engine? Well, it's it, it's because that like 2D Zelda and 3D Zelda are like two completely different ballparks. Yeah, like, two different aesthetics, like two different ways of making games. And so like the art style that they that like and the the way that they're looks like that they're doing the Link's Awakening remake is very reminiscent of um the Zelda game that they uh, brought out for the 3ds link between worlds or whatever it was like a it was like a, a, a hashtag half sequel to links uh, a link to the past and it was a fun game it was like it was interesting but that sort of art style and the way that they did that top down you know 3d more chibi aesthetic it seems like that they're using that as a as a uh, starting point for the aesthetic for Link's Awakening. But it's like, I, I, you know, it's like, why would I, when people are like, why didn't they make this in, you know, in like, why didn't they make, make this a 3D Zelda? It just makes me think like, well, like, why would you want like, like Tetris in 3D? It's like, it's a, it's a 2D top down game. Like, why would you want this in, in a three dimensional world? I don't understand. Oh, honey, tops down, honey. Honey, there's no, no tops down here, honey. Oh, I was going to like pull my top down. Oh, okay. Honey, well, the mean, girls are out. I'm glad someone's out because I, sh- I should have not. <laughs> Uh, um, I'll just quickly mention some of the other things I'm excited about. Oh yeah, Captain C- Captain Toad, happy about the new DLC. Me and Jesse can play the co-op mode. Mm-hmm. Um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. We played Ultimate Alliance two on the PS4 together, so I'm excited about that. It's fun. It's just a hack and slash, you know, okay. with your favorite uh, more Not too complicated. Era. No, not too complicated. I just like to be Storm and just blaze it, you know? Hashtag blaze it, girl. Hashtag blaze it. I was really impressed that Hellblade was on the Switch. I did mm. not think that that was going to happen. And it looked it looked okay. Um, I didn't play it on the PC, but I've seen a lot of the gameplay, and it looks fucking amazing on PC. And I was surprised that it got... It was able to run on the Switch, you know? I mean, if, uh, if it's running better than Dead by Daylight, then they're doing something right. Honey. Uh, and then Yoshi's Crafted World. I don't know. I think, you know, you said it's one of the cutesies, like the, the what's it, Wooly World? Yeah, Yoshi's Hairy Hole. I'm always, don't, I saw your tweet. I didn't like it for a reason, okay? I didn't like that one for a reason, honey. Um, I'm just afraid that the cutesy games are going to be like Kirby, and you know how bad I was burned by Kirby. Right, yeah. You were burned by Kirby. So as someone that that played Yoshi's Woolly World, and it's like cutesy, Yoshi's Woolly World was hard. It was difficult. Like in the concept of like it, there were complicated things you had to do, and I feel like it Is really it like hard though, or like hard for you. Um, excuse me, I you didn't know. have I don't have to like turn on the cheats for games that I play. Okay, excuse you. I'm in part six of Resident Evil Two on my channel, <laughs> and I'm only just now using cheats, and it's because the tyrant is on my britches, honey. Honey, those britches, honey. honey. Um, but with my experience with like with Yoshi, with Yoshi's Woolly World as like a base point, it. I mean, I've I haven't played the Kirby game because I completely turned off from it because of you, like from your suggestion. Yeah, but it sounds like that it's like. I mean, I really enjoyed Yoshi's Woolly World, like just from a gameplay standpoint and from an aesthetic standpoint. So I feel like it's probably nothing like the level of like simplicity as the Kirby game probably is. But they have a demo. They they have they have a demo for the for the Yoshi game that um it's out for the for the Switch. You can download the demo. I haven't played it yet, but I'll 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 play the demo and I'll I can report back or you can download it. Well and I also hate Yoshi just as a just as a person. Yeah. As Mm -hmm. a person it's understandable. He's just rubs me the wrong way. He's too happy. No one's that happy. I mean Kirby's pretty happy. 
Yeah. And look oh. how much I like him now. Exactly. Okay? Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Ruined. 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 Oh, and one more comment. I don't know what mm-hmm. Box Boy is, but I was so impressed that they added Box Girl and I was able to know it was a girl because they put a bow and eyelashes on it. Oh, it's not like they've ever done that before in a video game. I always thought that was just so revolutionary. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, what a good way to specify (laughs) the genders of two fucking boxes. It's a box. I was so... It just annoyed me. But that's just me being if you If you thought Box Boy was fun, get ready for Box Girl. (sighs) Honey. Honey. I don't know anything about... Oh, it says, began... This is including two-player cop. It's the first Switch game in the Box Boy series, which began in 2015 on 3DS and was most recently seen in 27 with Bye Bye Box Boy. Bye bye, bitch. Bye bye, bye cute, But I don't Boy. think I'll ever buy it. No, I don't think so either. But it it actually kind of looked inter- like the controls looked interesting. But right, exactly. if I if I can't be Box Girl for the whole game, I don't give a shit. So mm-hmm. more like Box Bye Box Bye. Um, speaking of things I'm also not buying, um, I'm not buying the challenge, Sex and the City Girl 3, in, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, All-Stars Season 4, Episode 9. Oh, honey, I was not is buying it time? the challenge. You oh, gotta honey. sing the song, honey, or I'm not talking about it. These are a few of our... Yeah. Well, these are a few queens. These are a few queens. These are a few queens that are still remaining in RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 4. I think they should cancel the show, honestly. Yeah, they should just just cancel it. Well, the thing that pissed me off was that all the queens were so happy that Manila was gone, Mm -hmm. but it went completely against their like fake fucking rule book and their morals. And I feel like it just show it just really shows who they are and what they really wanted. Exactly. Like Monet saying she's petty. I was like, girl, duh. I can tell. Duh. Duh. But I don't know. This is just I feel like it's just just proof that. The best queen doesn't ever win All-Stars. Right. The only silver lining that I found with this episode with Manila leaving is that she didn't have to partake in probably one of the worst challenges of all time I've ever seen on Drag Race. Nobody did well, I thought, except Trinity did above average, I would say. Like, usually I can, like, cringe my way through these acting challenges on Drag Race, but with this one, I literally had to skip through it because it was so bad. This is the first time I've ever done this. I did not watch the entire challenge. I did not watch the entirety of the acting challenge oh because God. it was so bad. I couldn't deal it with was it. Bad. I couldn't deal with it. And I was like, wow, like I'm I'm kind of happy that Manila didn't have to like embarrass her ass through this fucking Sex in the City, Sex in the Kitty Girl 3 challenge because it was like- a mess. None of them are good. Like, I honestly, I don't think Manila would have done good in this challenge either. No, I, d- I don't think, I don't think I, she would have. This challenge and was like, this was, it was just bad. I, I feel like the best queen could have done this challenge and it would have been bad regardless. Like, it was just well, setting everyone up to fail. Well, I think that, like, Naomi just didn't take direction. Like, she just keeps coming across as, like, meaner and meaner. Like, the look right. on her face when she was about, when she thought she was going to be eliminated, I was like, girl, you just did that fucking same thing to Manila. So, if it right. happens to you, you don't have any shit to talk, you know? Right. Like, I hated no surprise. that Rue was like, I love that when Naomi gave herself the top part or whatever, but still fucking bombed at it. Like, mm-hmm. you gave yourself a challenge, but you didn't rise to it. And so there's exactly. nothing to be proud of. Like, right, there's right, nothing right. to like about that. Mm-hmm. I think, and Latrice clearly thinks acting means just talking extremely slowly. 
Like, absolutely. All she does is talk really slow. Monique thinks acting just means screaming. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what Monet was doing. She was so checked out of it. She did Mm -hmm. nothing. I mean, I feel for Monet a little bit because I would probably check out of that challenge, too, if I had to do it. That's true. But it was just, I, I thought it was just a tragedy. Like, even, like when, I don't know when, how Naomi didn't get it. She took no direction. Like, right. it was just upsetting. Because Carrie Bradshaw is the one who would be, like, the easiest to do. Her right, and Samantha, just, it, they've got it, ways that they talk, you know? Yeah, I, it, it, it just felt like that no one, that no one had ever seen an episode of Sex in the City ever. No. I was like, uh, hello. It's like gay Mecca. I feel like it, it says a lot when Trinity did the best out of all of them. And like, Trinity is not an acting queen. No, but she does seem to be really good at the comedy and the acting right. challenges in the past. So I, I feel like the thing is like Trinity takes direction and like understands yeah. critique. I think that's the like sole difference between this is like Trinity could adjust I don't know. I don't know. I think they're all pretty bad at a multitude of things. But oh, it was, absolutely. It was, it was what it is. I don't even remember the lip sync, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, but uh, Latrice is now gone. I feel like Latrice being gone is that the correct choice. So yeah. we have a top four of Monet, Monique, Naomi, and Trinity. Um, uh, let me just go through like the amount of challenge wins and the amount of times they were in the bottom. So Monet has won three challenges and she was up for elimination twice. Monique also has been has won three challenges and has been up for elimination twice. Naomi has only won one challenge and has been up for elimination three times. And Trinity is in the lead with four wins and she's only been up for elimination once. So, you know, from track record. Know. From track record, I feel like the Trinity should win. I don't like Trinity's personality. I I don't like her as a, like I I she's not the a, the type of queen that I enjoy nearly as much. I'm more of a comedy queen sort of person. But I f- I feel like that she should win. It's one of those things where it's like okay, I feel like Trinity should be the fourth alternate that ends up winning because everyone else that's good is gone. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I'm rooting for anybody. I I truly I don't to be think. I don't think Monet deserves to win for sure. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Naomi deserves to win. Yeah. Agreed. And agreed. Monique and Trinity both annoy me. That's all. Yep. And that's it. That's it. Um, I'm just like, so we're recording this on Friday. Um, and I, I, this, the last episode of All Stars is today. And I'm oh. like, I don't care. I don't care who wins. Like, I want I this to be that. over. <laughs> and the, and the thing is, is like, we have next week. We have one week off and then it's fucking season 11 and I'm about to pull my fucking hair out because like they they need to either uh, we I the amount of drag race fatigue is far too much. And a lot of other gays are getting on the bandwagon being like, y'all need to pump the fucking brakes because this is not fun anymore. Like it there's it's too much. Hashtag too much tuna. So either- I mean, we don't have to, you know, we should put it out there. We should say, if you want us to talk about Drag Race, we should do a Twitter poll or something. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, I the thing is, I mean, I love complaining. That's the oh, reason that's why. True. That's the like reason why that I, I like talking about Drag Race, because I love complaining. I'm, I'm more excited for season 11, because I feel like the reason why that All Stars is really grating for me is the rules. I feel like the weird rules for All Stars, where the, all, the, uh, the front runner queen doesn't end up winning. It's always like a fourth alternate that gets the fucking crown i feel like that's the reason why that i'm just like so done with all stars i feel like it's the rules and i wish that it was yeah. regular rules so it was more well, fair and but people it's come less back. dramatic 
people come back that you already know that you don't like. And right. so you don't like them from the first episode onward, you know. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, a new season is new queens. You develop your hatred as the season goes on. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a new fire sure. of hatred. It's not an old flame. Um, I'm ready for All-Stars 4 to be over, and I really hope we don't have another All-Star season for, like, a couple years, honestly. Or, I mean, yeah, I think I'm going to stick with that. I just, like, I we need a break from all We need a break from one of the series of Drag Race so, like, it can be fun again. Because I'm just, like, it's just so oversaturated, in my opinion. Yeah, but that's I can just see that. Me. I agree. Um, so, yeah, that's that on that. So, you know, congratulations to whoever won. Great. Um, any hoozle, should we talk about our favorite things? These are a few of our favorite things. So you have two favorite things, correct? I do. First of all, I want to say, though, in Russian Doll, which we've been watching, we only have two more episodes left. He's playing Tomb Raider. Oh, he is? In the, in, uh, Alan's first couple episodes, you know, he's playing video games and he throws down the controller and shit. This, it's not the game that she developed. It's Mm -hmm. the game he's playing initially. It's Rise of the Tomb Raider. Oh, my God. And get this, though. When he throws down the controller in anger, it's like during a cutscene. Wow, we have some insider information here. I know. I was watching it, and I was like, oh, my God, he's playing fucking Tomb Raider. Like, well, I mean, wouldn't you throw down the controller during a cutscene too when Rise yeah, of the Tomb Raider? That's true, though. So, that's like, true. so I get sense. it. It kind of makes sense. But I, I, we've been enjoying it immensely. I'm glad you liked it. I love it. it. You know, you can like really tell when I don't. I don't know. Did, wait, was it written and directed by women? Um, yes, I. I think I know it was developed by L- N- Natasha Leone, who's the main character, and Russia. Amy Poehler, I believe. Yes, I think it's Amy Poehler. You can really tell when women write characters mm-hmm. as opposed to men writing characters because women. Okay, so men grow up, straight white men grow up only having to understand other straight white men. You Correct. don't have to, when you're a white man, you don't have to understand women to move up in the world. Exactly. But women have to understand themselves. Women and have to have empathy. Other minorities as well as men. And so I, fe- I feel like there's just a huge difference when a woman writes or directs a show or a movie. It's just mm-hmm. the characters are more real. The situations are more full so that's that's mostly why I'm liking it. I really well, fucking the, love when it. when women d- write and direct movies or, or shows or media, the women within the media itself are actually fledged out and developed. Like they're actually c- characters with lines and like have personalities. Yeah, I agree. It's very clear that like <laughs> it's like women are real people. It's crazy. It's like women are real. Any I feel like when any minority writes or directs, which minorities don't get that chance often, but you can really tell. When they do, because... Yeah, because it's a completely different boom. lens. Yeah, it's so... And that's what I'm really, really liking about it. The it's, characters yeah, very do seem real. Hashtag real. But anyway, my favorite thing this week is... Oh my God, so the new JYP girl group debuted. I think I... Was this trending on YouTube? I think oh, I saw probably. it on the trending tab. Uh, their name is Itzy. I-T-Z-Y. Yeah, I saw this. I never... I didn't click. So... But maybe I'll have to click now. I kind of hate the song, but I've been listening to it on repeat. But I'll forget oh. about it. I'll forget about it by tomorrow. It's called okay. Dollar Dollar. I don't like, know what Dollar. I don't think it means like dollar. Like dollar I don't know bills. though. I don't. Th- I don't have no idea. I mean, but basically, they are literally. 
if Red Velvet and Blackpink combined. Because the really? message of the song is like Red Velvet's happiness or like power up, you know, like, mm-hmm. yay, we're best friends. I'll help you. But then like the whole aesthetic, like I could see 21 singing this song. This is Ooh, not wow. hard to imagine at all. And Blackpink even too. That's what they're, oh, wow. they're very like girl crush, as they say in the gay pop, in the K-pop world. I said gay mm-hmm. pop. I mean, basically gay same pop, thing. let's be honest. Um, it's, it's a, it's an interesting debut because, you know, they're the same company as Twice mm-hmm. and they're for and a different audience. Twice is, I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting to see where Itzy fits in because we already have Twice, who are mm-hmm. the basic pop stars that everybody likes of this generation. Mm-hmm. Then we have Red Velvet, who are the quirky ones. And so then we quirky. have Blackpink, which are the edgy ones. And right. Itzy is trying to kind of be all three of them. And it's interesting. like... It's kind of like, what? what's your place? Stay in your lane. Yeah, you know? what lane are you in to yeah. stay? You got to you know? stay in your K-pop lane. Right. <laughs> so it's, it's, a, it's a lot of people are saying it's not a strong debut. I think the song's catchy AF. Mm-hmm. I'll probably forget about it, but we'll see. We'll see. I'll have to definitely check it out. Oh, the music video has some really fucking cool editing. It's trippy Ooh. as balls. Um, Ooh. But it does have some really cool editing. Uh, my second other favorite thing is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Super Super Mario Odyssey? Super Mario Odyssey. No, someone gifted me Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And I was like, I've been really wanting to play this, so let's jump in. And I did. Ooh. And it's fun. Oh my God. I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game since whatever the one with where you're Ezio or whatever and Leonardo DiCaprio is in it. Da Vinci. I love Leonardo DiCaprio. I love it. And he's like totally gay in the game, too. Absolutely. Um, but no, it's fun. It's like a, a hoot and a holler. And I chose. So I would have rather liked to play Cassandra. She, you know, you mm-hmm. get to choose in this one finally whether to be a man or a woman. Oh, and it's almost like women are actual people. It's crazy. I know you get to gay romance too. That's why I picked. Ooh. That's why I picked Alexios because I wanted to gay romance and Amazon Alexia. I love her. Well, they're like Greek, so they're not wearing a whole lot of clothing, and you can like mm. peep in. Ooh, yeah, yes, daddy. So, like, I just like to think about other straight guys playing this game as Alexios and like having to see like junk. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, that's just always makes me happy. Just like shove it in, in their the, faces. Um, what's that game that's like Lara Croft but a man? Oh, Uncharted. Uncharted. Sorry, yeah. I just offended two different fan bases. Honey, um, it's fine. I like it when straight guys play that game because they have to look at Nathan Drake's ass the whole time. I mean, honestly, everyone should have to look at his ass because it is it's good. amazing. It's, it's a good, a good butt. It's a good butt. Uh, so those are my uh, favorite things. Good favorite week. things. I'll have Thank to definitely you. check up that check out that new K-pop debut because I saw it trending and I didn't click on it. Um, and then also, I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game until like Assassin's Creed 3, which was like 550,000 years ago. Which is coming out on the Switch. Yeah, it's crazy. And I was like, I had that game for the Wii U. It was weird. I was the only person that bought it on Wii U. I was oh, like, oh, yeah. Wasn't it a launch title on the Wii U? Yeah, and it ran horribly. So oh. maybe it's better on Switch. Who knows? Maybe I'll jump into Assassin's Creed. I've never really been into the series, but I know they're really good games. I know they're like open world and really fun. It fulfills but. that like Skyrim hole right now oh honey your hole honey i thought we already honey, talked about that honey honey it's tight honey but i'll open it a peep for assassin's creed odyssey 
just a little bit, just a little, just a little taste. Keep it right, keep it tight. Um, my favorite thing this week is something just n- normy-ish. Um, it's a plugin for Chrome because I'm a fucking nerd. Um, Ooh. So I'm one of those motherfuckers that has everything in it, like dark mode. Obviously, like if there's a if there's a dark theme for an application, I'm using it. My entire phone is dark themed. Like it blends in with my soul, you know. Like I'm just like, oh my god, like I'm just so goth. Sure. Um, there's a pretty good extension for Chrome called Dark Reader. And what it is, is it automatically um, like makes websites that don't have a dark theme, dark themed. And you can adjust it per website um, to like have it look good. And it, it, it uses some algorithms to like do it as, you know, darkify it as well as possible. But it's a lot of times when I've used things that are supposed to like darken the screen or whatever it just ends up like the color palette is all wonky and it doesn't look very good but whatever algorithm this is using um it's it's darkifying these websites really well like like google docs for example like the page is white and everything's white um it it inverted all the colors and everything looks like actually aesthetically pleasing um and you can turn it off on individual websites that actually have a dark theme built in. Um, it's been really good for my eyes because I've been doing more. I've been doing more work at my computer because of my job. And um, it, I, I do a lot of work at night because I'm a fucking degenerate. And so this helps with eye strain a lot with me. Um, and it's just it's a it's a, a Chrome extension. It's available for Firefox and Safari as well. If you're, you know, a normie that uses those. Um, and it's just called Dark Reader and it's free. And you can get it um, in wherever your extensions for your browser are downloadable. Um, Ooh, but it's it's been recommended. Dark. It's been recommended by a bunch of different tech dark websites. Reader. Um, the the mascot's a little like a robot with red eyes. Um, but I found it very useful, and I found it works pretty well on all the websites that I go to. So Ooh, now you know it looks all, pretty on Wiki Wikipedia. Yeah, it looks good on Wikipedia. It's it's for because you know obviously I have a I have a dark theme for my Chrome browser, so like all the bars are black, but the the websites are are you know that are are like Wikipedia are still like a white background with black text, and so it's like still jarring when you look up you know a wiki, wiki article about you know the Black Plague at three in the morning, and you're like oh Jesus, like my whole room is you know bright because of this bright Wikipedia page. Anyway, it's free. Um, totally recommend. I've been using it a lot, and it's worked pretty well for me. So. You if you're Honey, looking for a application, I just installed it. Look at her! Oh my god, Honey! In them, and while you were talking about it, installed. She fucking did it. Um, she it's did free. it. It's for Chrome, Firefox, and <gasps> Safari, and it's just called Dark Reader, and it's worked oh pretty god. well. It makes my it, YouTube dashboard look a lot better. There you go. Uh, I think what I like about it is it isn't just like one setting. You can like adjust it. Like if it looks weird, you can adjust the settings per site basis. So if it, you know, it's it's adjustable. You can tweak it um, to make it look better on specific websites. So give her a download. Give her a shot if you're looking for a um, extension for your browser to make things darker. Um, totally recommend. I've been using it for a couple weeks now. Oh, my God, honey. Show me your dark side. Show honey. me your dark side. Um, before we close out the podcast, I just want to let anyone know. Um, I want want people to pray for me because yesterday I was trying to go to the store and um, I realized that I had a flat tire and I'm going to yeah. have to change that after we're doing the podcast. It's so it's one of those situations where it's so flat. I can't like drive it to like the tire place. I have to take the tire off by myself, put my little, you know, spare on and then drive it to the tire place. So, honey, I have some work cut out for me in the next couple hours. So please pray for me. Everything's going to be fine. But like I need to get my tire to the shop like today. 
So. Oh, that's Hashtag sucks. problems. Yeah, I'm sorry. It'll be okay. I've changed tires many a time. I just haven't done it by myself. I've always had my dad there. But I, I always I say my, my friends do it. We did it in Ooh. driver's ed, and I sat in the car while my friend changed the tire. <laughs> um, but I, I have all the tools. It's just going to be like, oh, physical labor. And it's also like cold and snowy outside. So not the best situations, but honey, um, it's so flat. It's like driving on the rim. It's like, this is not good for my car. I got to fucking put my spare on. So um, that's my news. Um, there you go. Tana, good podcast. Wow. Good favorite things. Yes, also good favorite thing. Good favorite things. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. We got you, we gave you a little bonus 10 minutes, honey. Just for all yeah, that look at us. talk, honey. I mean, for all the times that we've only recorded like 45 minutes of content, we're giving you a little bit more this week. So. For all that poop talk, honey. Uh, honey. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back next week with a normal episode. And then next weekend, we'll also have a bonus episode for you lovely Patreon patrons. Yeah, uh, that sounds good. Oh, but, questions but. will come back eventually maybe we'll do it, it you know what we'll whatever it, it's not like that we're you know running short on time or anything because we went over this week so right sure you uh, can always anyway. send us questions we need them etc they'll come Sam back Sam lets you know how yep for mm-hmm. sure uh, thank you guys so much for listening we will see you guys next week yep that sounds good bye guys bye guys Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with questions or comments or leave us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P, Alex S, Allison B, Brian H, Carolyn A, Darren C, Fabian P, Feliciano D, Julian S, Justin, Kevin V, Kylon C, Lindsay C, Marianne J, Max S, Megan N, Michael C, Mike B, Nicholas M, Nikki Q, Pablo F, Rebecca D, Scott A, Vincent L, and Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.